For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The NBA trade deadline is upon us, and the Houston Rockets may part ways with their starting center, Clint Capella. Welcome to another installment of Believe in the Rockets. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, credential media member for SB Nations covering your Houston Rockets, Cody Davis. And please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Just to keep you guys informed at the time of this recording, we are approximately a little over 48 hours away from the conclusion of the NBA trading day line that will take place on Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, 2 o'clock Central time here in Houston. As of right now, I believe every single team except for the Milwaukee Bucks have been named in one way or another in trade rumors. And of course, right in the thick of things, probably at the heart of all trade rumors, are the Houston Rockets. <laughs> you know, the Rockets really do have a funny way of making sure to let it be known that they are always open for trades. Here we are, Sunday evening, in the middle of Super Bowl 54, in the middle of watching the Kansas City Chiefs win their first Super Bowl in nearly 50 years, a, a team, by the way, who I always compare to the NFL version of the Golden State Warriors, a team who had an epic comeback, another epic comeback. Patrick Mahomes receiving his first of what could possibly be many Super Bowl titles, becoming the youngest NFL quarterback in history to have league MVP honors, Super Bowl MVP honors before the age of 25. But in the midst of that, in the midst of a halftime performance that, that featured Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski decided to drop a Woj bomb and flip not only the world of basketball, but the sports world upside down with the trade deadline this Thursday. Sunday afternoon, he tweeted, As trade deadline looms on Thursday, Houston is engaged with several Eastern Conference teams, including Atlanta, on center Clint Capella. Lead sources tell ESPN, there are a few multi-team trade scenarios in play. He goes on to tweet, Capella could be a way for the Rockets to get the draft pieces the team needs to flip for a wing player per sources. Rockets talks around the league suggest they would like to acquire a wing and a center before the trade deadline. So to no one's surprise, it will be Woj and the Rockets to hijack the Super Bowl. But 
For a team that's sitting at 31 and 18, it is not surprising that the Rockets are trying to add some valuable key pieces to their roster in order to help improve their chances of winning a championship or just advancing deep into the playoffs come this spring. But I don't know about you guys, but I personally do not believe that trading Clint Capella is the right way to go. Because not only are you trying to part ways with your starting center, a starting center who I personally do believe is a tier or two away from being an all-star caliber center. But at the end of the day, you're not only talking about parting ways with your top center, but your top center is also your best rebounder and he's also your best rim protector. I do not understand what Daryl Morey and the Rockets are thinking. Now, we all know by now, since his days in Phoenix, Mike D'Antoni loves a small ball lineup. But my only issue with the small ball lineup is when it comes down to the playoffs, that style of basketball do not work. And D'Antoni talked about his decision to play small ball lineup because ever since Clint Capella has been out these last two to three games with that heel injury, we have seen the Rockets use a lineup where the tallest guy on the court was no taller than 6'6". Six, six. The first time, uh, apparently according to ESPN, that's the first time that happened since the 1960s. And on Monday, Mike D'Antoni defended why he's been playing such a small ball lineup these last couple of games, basically saying it's the best way to get the most out of Russell Westbrook. And I do agree with that statement to a certain degree. Without Clint Capella or another potential big similar to Capella clogging up the lane, Russell Westbrook has more opportunities to attack the basket, open up more floor spacing in order to get more open three-point shots because we all know once Russell Westbrook attacks the basket, he's going to draw a double team. But the only problem I have with that statement is why give up your only rebounder? Why give up your only rim protector just to create more floor spacing? There are other aspects to the game of basketball that goes into winning a championship. And I get it. Mike D'Antoni is the head coach. Daryl Morey is the general manager. And I get it. Of course, they know more about basketball than I do. But at the end of the day, some of this is common sense. You're talking about a team in a game against the Dallas Mavericks and the New Orleans Pelicans over this past weekend was out-rebounded 136-97. to and not only that, they gave up a total of 30 offensive rebounds. And I get it. Yes, they did come out winning not one but both of those games. But on the flip side of things, you were playing against a team in the Dallas Mavericks who did not have Luka Doncic and a young but talented New Orleans Pelicans team who is continuously trying to find a way to fit Zion Williamson into this core that Brandon Ingram has taken over and became an all-star in. And correct me if I'm wrong, even though the final score do not confirm it, both of those games were hanging in the balance until, what was it, the last three to four minutes of the fourth quarter? There were multiple times in both the Mavericks and the Pelicans game where I thought, hell, the Rockets might lose this. So for a team that's already kind of having problems cleaning up the boards and protecting the paint against a depleted Mavericks team, and a New Orleans Pelicans team who are, once again, still trying to figure things out. 
What the hell do you think is going to happen in the playoffs when they play against one of the top teams in the league, like the Denver Nuggets, like the Los Angeles Clippers, and God forbid if they match up against the Los Angeles Lakers? Kristaps Porzingis dominated the Rockets' small ball lineup with 35 points and 12 rebounds in the loss. But once again, they did not have Luka Doncic. So if Kristaps Porzingis can do that against the Rockets' small ball lineup, a guy who is still trying to find his way back after suffering a devastating knee injury nearly two years ago, what in the hell do you think Anthony Davis is going to do? And, and, and we're talking about a Lakers team when we last faced them a couple weeks ago. The Rockets did not come away victorious. And that was in a game without Anthony Davis. So you telling me if the Rockets were to face the Lakers in a seven-game series, and, I'm, and just so you guys know, I'm going to continue referring to the Lakers as the benchmark because they have been by far the best team of the Western Conference. But you telling me you would rather go in a seven-game series with your small ball lineup against the Lakers, who has Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, and Dwight Howard. And yes, I know JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard are not all-star caliber centers, but they can still give you a good 12 and 10 on any given night. Plus, a guy, Anthony Davis, who is by far the best big man in the game. You would rather go into a seven-game series with a small ball lineup versus a guy in Clint Capella who, over the last two years, has held his own against Anthony Davis. It just doesn't make any kind of sense to me. And I'm pretty sure some of you guys, this is your first time listening to this show. I have been a big believer in if the Rockets are going to make a move for the deadline, please, with all due respect, please go out and add another big to this team. It don't have to be a non-shooting big like Clint Capella. It could be a stretch four, a stretch five. They are out there. The Rockets need to add size. But yet they're about to do the complete opposite and add another wing. A wing in which, in my opinion, is already taken care of. You have Daniel House. You have Ben McLemore. You have P.J. Tucker. You have Eric Gordon. All those players that I just named, one, are solid three-point shooters, and two, they can actually hold their own when defending the perimeter. I do not want to see the Rockets. I, I, I truly do believe the Houston Rockets are making a huge mistake if they deal Clint Capella. I, I, I truly, truly do. Because at the end of the day, this is not a team that is trying to win 50 to 55 games in the regular season and get bounced out in the first or the second round of the playoffs. No, 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 no. This is not what the Houston Rockets are, 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 are built for. They are trying to win a championship. And this team will fall short of that goal because they cannot get our rebound 136 to 97, giving up 30 offensive boards and allowing 108 points in the paint over the span of two games. If the Rockets small ball lineup gave up that much problems, trying to slow down the likes of Derek Favors, Christos Porzingis, even Zion Williamson to a certain extent. I can't imagine how a guy like the Joker in Denver, Anthony Davis in Los Angeles, 
Even even Rudy Gobert in Utah to a certain extent. I cannot imagine the damage those three teams will be able to do with their bigs when attacking the Rockets' small ball lineup. Yes, I do understand, and I want to make this clear. On the offensive end, it's up to those big guys to come out on the perimeter and try to defend the likes of a Russell Westbrook, a James Harden, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, Ben McLemore, you name it, whatsoever. I understand on the offensive end, the Rockets do have an advantage. But the only problem with that is the Rockets' three-point shot must be on in order for that game plan to work. Because if it's off... And Utah, Denver, the Lakers, even the Clippers continue to attack that small ball lineup from inside out instead of outside in. The Houston Rockets will be taking an early exit come April or May. There is a guy in San Francisco who basically holds the keys on when and if the Rockets will move on from Clint Capella. That guy is D'Angelo Russell. Well said in a tweet. Minnesota orchestrating three-team trade talks with Houston and Atlanta with hopes of ultimately turning discussion into a four-way deal that will bring Golden State Warriors guard D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota. So it's looking like if the Houston Rockets do part ways with Clint Capella, which is looking more likely than not, the Rockets will be on the verge of getting a player in Robert Covington, a player who they have been desperately trying to acquire for over the last two years. It seems like every single trade day line, the Rockets are always trying to get Covington, and it looks like they finally have their eyes set on the 6-9 forward. Which brings me back to my next topic, what can the Rockets actually get in returns for Clint Capello? Now, this topic, I'm not going to spend too long on it because, one, the trade deadline is Thursday because I feel like a trade regarding the Rockets and Clint Capella can drop at any moment. And I don't want to still be editing a podcast while I get a tweet from Woe saying the Rockets have traded Clint Capella to such and such, which make this podcast irrelevant. But there are a couple of trade packages that I saw floating around online that I do want to touch on and give my thoughts. Um, the Rockets' top priority is to get a wing player. So I do like this three-team trade in regards to the Atlanta Hawks, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Rockets. The Rockets get Andre Iguodala. The Grizzlies get Evan Turner, a 2021 first-round draft pick from Atlanta, while Clint Capella goes to Atlanta. I, I, I do have a feeling there are multiple teams that have their eyes set on Clint Capella, but I do believe that the big man from Switzerland, nine times out of ten, is on his way to Atlanta, and I do believe if the Rockets can get a center, to at least pick up some kind of slack that is left by the void that Clint Capella will leave. Um, John Collins will be a good option. And I only say John Collins will be a good option just due to the fact that this is a guy who can actually get up and down the court. He's athletic. He's big. He can run right alongside James Harden and Russell Westbrook, especially Russell Westbrook. I do believe, a, a part of me do believe that he's going to turn into an athletic version of Steven Adams of the Oklahoma City Thunder. You guys know for years and years and years, Adams and Westbrook has been a one-two punch, and I do believe that's what he's going to turn into. He needs to get a little bit bigger, but I do believe that he will be in Houston, especially if the Rockets complete their trade deal with Atlanta. This next deal, I'm going to make sure I keep my eyes set on because I do believe that 
this is not only a deal that will work out in the Rockets' favor, but this is the dream scenario for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I just mentioned earlier in this segment, the Timberwolves are trying to acquire enough assets in order to make a trade with the Golden State Warriors in order to get the hands on D'Angelo Russell. In this three-way deal regarding the Rockets, the Celtics, and the Timberwolves, the Rockets will get Robert Covington and Daniel Ceases. Clint Capella will be on his way to the Boston Celtics. And the Minnesota Timberwolves will get Romeo Lanford and a 2020 first round pick that I do believe they will be able to flip in order to get their hands on D'Lo. I'm not going to lie to you. I do not know what Daniel Cesis will bring to the Houston Rockets. I'm not too familiar with his game. But on the flip side of things, the Rockets will finally have their guy in Robert Covington, a guy that they have been dreaming for over the last two years. The last trade package that I am kind of looking at, but I'm not too sure it will work. I saw this one floating around on Twitter. It's a three-team trade between the Timberwolves, the Cavaliers, and the Rockets. In this deal, the Rockets will not come away with a center. They will only get Robert Covington. The Cavaliers will get Clint Capella and Jake Lyman. And Minnesota will get Tristan Thompson, a 2020 first-round pick, and a 2021 first-round pick. So if Minnesota has the upper hands here, in which I do believe they do, once again, they are trying to position themselves in order to get D'Angelo Russell because they know they need someone to help Car Anthony Town because I do not want to see Car Anthony Town waste his prime valuable years in Minnesota the same way Kevin Garnett and Kevin Love did when they was a part of that franchise. So this trade, I'm not too high on only due to the fact that the Rockets would only come away with another wing. But at the end of the day, like I said before, this is a wing player in Covington. They have been drooling and dreaming at the mouth for over the past two years. So the next 24 to 48 hours will bring a lot of speculations and what is in store for the Houston Rockets moving forward. However, once again, I am not fond of the fact that the Rockets are trying to part ways with Clint Capella just due to the fact that he is your best rebounder he is your best rim protector he is basically the only big man reliable big man you have on his roster I do not think it's a good idea that you are trying to part ways with him in order to add another wing to this team because once again yes you might be able to get away playing a small ball lineup during the regular season but in a seven game series against the Clippers the Lakers the Nuggets or the Utah Jazz, I do believe parting ways with Clint Capella will backfire. Once again, this is Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Y 24? Because Kobe Bryant is the GOAT. And as always, please remember to follow Believe in the Rockets on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And regardless of what the Houston Rockets do between now and Thursday, please remember these five words. Always believe in the Rockets. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.